0: This podcast is part of the Faking Fandom Media Network. Head to fakingstarwars.net slash podcasts for more hilarious shows about geek culture topics.
1: Welcome, Mandalorian Fakers, to the Mando Roundup, brought to you by FakingStarWars.net.
0: It's
1: time to kick back at the saloon with a desk stick or two and enjoy this week's recap of The Mandalorian. Ah, bounty hunting is the life, wouldn't you agree?
0: This is a grief carga. Um, please, our planet has been under attack. Will you please record this message and send it to Gorian Shard and then send it to Carson Tiva to drive to Coruscant to talk to Tim Meadows to send a message to the Mandalorians so that then they kindly will come and take over and help me out? Because um, this is an urgent matter. So, could you please do this in the most inefficient way possible? Thank you. And I really want to watch this message several times because it's so captivating. Could you please make sure that we replay this in slow motion, in arduous slow motion, and so that we have it memorized by the end of the episode? Thank you. Thank you.
1: No, 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 no. (laughs)
0: It is time, everyone, for Faking Star Wars Radio's presentation of the Mando Roundup. That's right. Here we are. I'm Storm Duper, and this podcast is brought to you by FakingStarWars.net, and with me faithfully, with his helmet off,
1: is Mr. Tibrontor.
0: Rontor. Teeb, did I say you could take your helmet off?
1: This is uh, sort of the way. Don't you this respect
0: is... my station as your commander, CEO, podcaster-in-chief? I did not give you permission.
1: I have such little respect for you that <laughs> there aren't, you know, there are not quantum microscopes that have been invented yet that can show... The minimum amount of respect that I have for you.
0: That's amazing. Well, we're off to a great start then. Um, we have a lot to get through today, Teeb. All kinds of interesting stuff. This is a longer episode as well, so we'll try to keep it snappy for you out there in faking Star Wars land. But, Teeb, as always, can we start with your lovely roundup on the roundup?
1: Yeah, and I just want to let everybody know I'm feeling finer than Anzellan pubes right now, so let's get it going. Ah, uh, they
0: use the. I have a coat that's stuffed with Enzel and pubes. It's very warm. And a solid. coat,
1: not nice. a pillow, not a my, not an Enzellan pube pillow.
0: Well, if you buy enough pillows and mattresses, they throw in a free winter Enzellan coat. It's very nice for those harsh winters and raids on Kijimi.
1: And the uh, the occasional insurrection. Yep. Yeah. So basically. You got pirates, okay? <laughs> we we, we got to talk about pirates.
0: Finally, we get pirates. This yeah, is what little... I wanted for the plot for the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. I was like, there's going to be pirates everywhere, right? No, it's just the Empire again. Now we have pirates.
1: Yeah, so we, we finally get the pirates, and hey, guess what? Guess what's the first thing they did when they took over Navarro? And they they turn they turn that school back into a freaking a bar, <laughs> and then they're abusing the staff. They're so pirates. They're, those pirates. There's such up a shenanigans. Yar. They're so swarthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how like the little ugnat is wearing like the most 1930s stereotypical pirate like shirt, like with his little his little uh, what do they call it bandana or whatever his little kerchief. And, you know, and they got like Gory and Shard, and he's got like this giant wheel that, you know, every time they go into hyperspace, if he just taps into that thing, they're going to like blow up into a planet because you better stay away from that freaking wheel. And, uh, that's yeah, so a missed opportunity,
0: Teeb. Like, they, they did, they should have given Gorian Shard like a little quacky monkey lizardish parrot type oh, creature. Oh, dude. Yeah. It I know. Right? itself.
1: I know. Yep. Dude, totally they, missed they, opportunity. They, fail i mean they need to hire cam ray over there in disney disney plus land because i mean they just fired like four thousand people so i think like four thousand losers is worth at least one cam ray is all i'm saying uh bub 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 would be a great uh well not anymore because uh, you know spoiler alert Gorian shard blows up real bad <laughs> but and then and then bub would die so we don't want that we don't want bub to die seaweed the
0: hut There's seaweed everywhere, just like on the coast of Dagobah right now. 5,000 miles of rotting seaweed, the hut, Gorin Shard, polluting the lands of Navarro. I mean, nobody's going to want to live in Navarro right now. I mean, they, they just got their free land, and then they go stinking it up with that rotting, festering
1: seaweed. Speaking of Dagobah, man, you know there's like a guy, there's a Dagobah man right now who's trying to figure out how to either smoke or inject or ride or eat that shiz. Yes. And it's going to be like uh, surreally epic, man. He's going to be like, bro, you got to get some of this death algae. It's, it's amazing. Primo hybrid seaweed, man. Have I even done my roundup or whatever? Because it's like- (laughs) We started with pirates.
0: That's basically all we need to know. We got pirates, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the town of Navarro is under siege. Navarro asks for help from the New Republic. The New Republic is like, "Eh, you know, you really haven't paid your dues over here, buddy. You know, it's like you're not even part of the New Republic. I mean, you're nothing. You're space scum is what you are. And you know how how little respect we have for you? We're going to have Tim Meadows, who's an accomplished actor, come in and just (laughs) all over the scene. It's like he he lost the skill for acting. Who directed this? That's I know he's a good actor. I watch him on several shows. In fact, I just stepped away from the Office episode where he's at the Chili's and he's getting seduced by old Michael Scott. And I'm watching him in that scene. And I'm like, he can act. I watch him in the Goldbergs, which is not like, you know, a, a, High a, drama. a challenge or anything. But he can he can hold his own in that. He was in Mean Girls for crying out loud. What happened? How do you come onto the set of Star Wars, Star Wars, and just phone it in, Tim Meadows? I'm disappointed in you, bro. It was bleak.
0: Yeah, I, you know that whole scene. I mean, let's be honest. Carson Teva isn't exactly a Shakespearean a phenom himself. Uh, Elijah Kane, he he did just such a much better job than the other two characters. I mean, you've got oh, he he carried he carried the whole scene. Yeah, that guy. he's great. I mean, Eliah Kane is fantastic. He's a great character. I love him. But anyway,
1: yeah, I mean, I've been hearing rumors on the interwebs that maybe Teva. Is replacing Kara Dune because you know she got boobied. against the message, and and so they basically are bringing in Kim's convenience to try and carry the load. And I'm sorry, Kim's convenience can't carry. What's your duck's jock? Gazungas, uh, uh, n- yeah, not Kara Dune. What's her real name? Gina Carano. Like, like that guy can't carry her freaking g-string. I know. The guy so, cannot act. I okay. thought he was a, I, I thought he was an accomplished actor. I thought he was, like, on this Kim, Kim's convenience and, like, you know, nailing it. And instead, he's not – they've elevated him to a point that he shouldn't have. And I think the showrunners, if they were honest with themselves, would admit that.
0: It's just bleak, yeah. I mean, that whole sequence of that first episode, I mean, we, we still have to finish the roundup, but, like – that whole sequence on Coruscant, to me, just fell really flat. It was the worst part of the episode. I like this episode, but that scene, you know, that whole scene with on Coruscant, and he's like, Kane is throwing that shade that he's throwing, like, about, um, well, they didn't pay the dues. Like, that was good, but but the whole politics thing, there are no cubicles in Star Wars. S- cubicles do not belong in Star Wars.
1: <laughs> anyway. I like, guess ridiculous. Are they all sphericals? Because everything's like the Death Star. Everything's yeah, spherical, cylindrical. I, mean, it's so I don't know.
0: Just, they look cheap. The sets look like sets. It's just I don't know. I d- didn't buy any of it.
1: They just like are in Burbank, and they're like they're they're like at the they're like at the yeah. you know Disneyland or whatever, and they're like eh, I don't know. There's some desks here. Let's just call this court. No, honestly, look, this was the scene where it's like, oh, we need help. And then they could have made it like a phone call. Uh, Oh, yeah, you're on your own, GFY. But instead they had like a five-minute, like a side scene where it's like, well, we got Tim Meadows. He's kind of hanging around doing, you know, poppers over uh, on the Goldberg set. Can we bring him over real quick and put him in Star Wars? Sure. But make sure he reads the script first, you know, at least once before he does the scene. Yeah. Disappointment there were a
0: lot of scenes in the show where I just felt like they did them in one take. Like, I don't know. It's just like lots of stuff with um, grief cargo there where he's like, I give the land to, it's like, he's reading off a cue card. Like, I mean, I don't know. It just, there were so many scenes in the, Maybe, maybe they just ran out of money. We'll talk more about that, but okay. So the pirates get attacked, you know, they attack, they get attacked, they blow up. And then we see, you know, the armor telling, um, Telling Book of, book of Return that she's going to be the new leader of the whole planet. They're going to take over Mandalore again. Well, that's going to be amazing. And then we get that final little um, kind of end credit scene of uh, Carson Teva uh, discovering that what well, we already knew, that Moff Gideon has, been, um, has escaped the clutches of the Rebellion or the Rebels or the Republic and is not on trial. Rather, he is probably out um, doing some cloning. So, that's pretty exciting, you know? I I like that. And we... we Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hey, by the way, I just saw a giant woolly mammoth outside my front door. Oh. So, now I'm taking over this podcast.
0: Okay. Please
1: do that. So just so so you know, you don't have to worry about the responsibility, the agonizing torture that is, you know, editing and producing and getting everybody on board and tweeting and all. Okay. I'm going to do everything for you because I I have actually seen a woolly mammoth in my front yard and you can totally believe me and just just trust me no matter what I say. I am now in charge of everything because I have seen a woolly mammoth.
0: Okay. I mean, uh, it's interesting you bring up woolly mammoths. I, I thought that the holographic projection of um, Seaweed the Hutt kind of looked like Snuffleupagus uh, from <laughs> Sesame Street a little bit with his lips. They they yes. must have cut the lips off of Snuffleupagus and pasted them on to Seaweed the Hutt. Um,
1: so you're a and, Snuffleupagus believer then. You're not one of these deniers. No.
0: No, I believe in Snuffleupagus. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Okay. Good. But no. That my point though is that like the armor at first was like, oh, that's interesting. You saw a Mythicar, and now she's <laughs> yeah. all like, I'm like, like you know, the the converted. You know, like didn't take her long, to did it? Everything. Like no, just... it's just like. What what were you gonna say?
0: Well, it's like you know they have this like several decades rule of like not taking over helmets and following the way and blah blah blah, but it's like. The only thing you need to do is to be from a royal family of Mandalore and tell her that you saw some crazy beast, and then she, like, throws all that crap aside. She's like, no, Boca Raton walks both worlds, and blah, blah, blah. And she can take her helmet off, because I told her to. And uh, I don't know. It's just... uh... Not, not really what I was expecting. I thought Raton might have to make any, an interesting decision, you know, maybe she'd have to decide if <laughs> no, she wants to, no, 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 no decisions no. necessary. We're just going <laughs> to arbitrarily change everything <laughs> just because, and then it'll be more compelling drama that way. Right. I don't,
1: Weird. I don't know. Uh, uh we'll get more into that. We'll get more sure. into that, but that's our, that's our roundup or whatever. That's, that's our synopsis. That's I, what I know happens. it sounds like
0: I didn't like, I hated this episode. Everyone out there in faking in the faking universe, I didn't. I actually enjoyed this episode quite a lot.
1: Me it's, too. I love pirates. I love space pirates. Absolutely
0: great idea. I've always wanted to see a space pirate yes. battle like this in Star Wars. I always felt like this is a you know a bit. There's a lot of room there to grow into. I think I still think we will grow into that. The pirate nation sounds exciting to me. Um, but T, here's our first question of our five Ws: Who, what, when, where, why, how. teeb. who All right. is the Badolorian? that we are hinted at
1: in the uh, final scene. Uh, well, I've heard some theories about it. I, I, I've been hearing some theories that it's actually um, going to be Moff Gideon himself that's going to be that red helmet. I don't know if you've heard th- about yeah. this theory where sure. in Disney Plus, they always show the the different um, faces. I think we talked about it ha- last week. Yeah, so the red helmet, the, the red, you know, lit up illuminated helmet uh, it's a mandalorian so that would indicate that there is as you said a battleorian now
0: hmm.
1: people are saying that's going to be moff gideon but to your point who uh not rescued but um who stole moff gideon right there there's two trains of thought right like did they did they rescue him from the new republic or are they taking him from the new republic so they can kind of have their own way with him and you know, met out some revenge or justice or whatever. And I don't think that's it. I think that it's gonna be more like an elaborate, um, former empire, like the building up of the um the first order that you're gonna see. So, I mean, I really don't know who the Batalorian is because I'm not like as well versed in everything with Mandalorian.
0: Well, I heard different things too, like that was some kind of like there's the deluxe shock trooper dudes as well who, like, some people got into the uh, weeds on this uh, on Twitter about, well, they didn't say it was pure Beskar steel, but it was Beskar alloy. So it actually isn't a Mandalorian, but it's somebody who uses Beskar. I, I mean, I don't know. That's okay with me, I guess. I was I was thinking, though, it really should be um, somebody who is a mandalorian that we can go to war with
1: are are only are mandalorians the only ones that have beskar it's not like vibranium and wakanda you know what i mean it's like anybody can get beskar if they're rich it's
0: beskarium it is actually vibranium it's the same thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah but i mean that's my point is that okay they could also be getting framed
0: ah grief karga is setting them up or something
1: Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Grief yeah. has got his hands full. He, he he's got a lot of grief to deal with, you know what there I mean? You go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, So no. Well Let, let's just stay tuned on that. I don't really have any solid theories on it because what I'm gonna say isn't gonna make any sense. So actually this is a perfect place to talk about it. Actually, Sabine, it Wren. Sabine, Sabine Wren. Sabine Wren. Sabine <laughs>
0: Wren. Yeah, it's Sabine Wren.
1: Why not? I would love to see Sabine Wren go, like, to the dark side or whatever.
0: It can't be anyone too important, because otherwise they would have had to address it in the uh, Skywalker Saga sequel monstrosities, right? So it has to be a a minor player, right? I mean, because otherwise they would have been somehow involved with Snoke, and we would have seen them and all that stuff, right?
1: No. 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 Maybe they died Snow. before we got to see Snoke I mean you don't know there there could have been like a whole so. you know all right well, there were there were probably total sagas before Snoke is revealed in force awakens.
0: All right. Do you remember when we get to see that Y-wing parked outside the Rebel Cantina, the 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 Rebel Cantina? Base. Yeah. What was the bonkers music on the Rebel base? And can we please have more of
1: that? I loved it. I, I I wrote. I I was just like, wow. This music is like. <laughs> what is this music this yeah. is insane like who wrote this i, I felt I like i had that. taken
0: some lsd and i was at a concert <laughs> in the 90s man that was rocking
1: like <laughs> it's like delphi stock instead of Woodstock. it's like you a know delphi like stock. yeah it, it's crazy um and then spoiler alert microsoft microsoft 365 consult my.
0: Okay, so I am. This is the reason I'm here today, actually. I don't care about the podcast, but you posted something on Twitter earlier this week that somehow they. Sp- this episode for you. And I can't imagine what was a spoiler in this episode because it was all set up and basically nothing happened. Like, <laughs> what did they possibly <laughs> spoil for you? I'm so curious. Please, team. Can I delay it a little bit and get sidetracked so that you don't tell us and our audience members will be like, where is it? We want to know, too. Like, isn't this I, can totally, to delay? I can totally.
1: Yeah, I can totally stall. Well, yeah. we can come back to that for sure. So, give I mean, did you feel bad about.
0: when you got spoiled? Like, did you rage post it, or was it like that was more of a like I kicked my thingy? cat. Okay, Ooh. I'm not proud of
1: it. <laughs> I kicked my cat. So, okay, so my what vet, they... b- my cat's vet bills are on you, Microsoft. <laughs> I'm only kidding, people. I don't. I don't. You kick have good credit
0: with your vet. They don't charge you anything. They give you a discount. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm in there all the time. Yeah. What happened to him now? He <laughs> fell into the doorknob again, dumb cat. <laughs> anyway, no, I I was really mad. It was like I needed like five minutes to just like mute my myself and like just kind of like, you know, pound my head against the wall for, for like a good five minutes. And it was while I was at work too. It was a work-related thing. I opened up Edge and Edge just defaults to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh well I just said I was gonna make them wait to the end of the episode, so I'm not gonna give it away now. Well, no, we'll you
0: gotta tell us now, Teeb.
1: Okay, alright. So I open it up and it says This Disney this this Disney animated series uh, character was just featured on the new Mandalorian. Get <laughs> out. And it's got a picture of all the rebels. So I didn't know who it was. So I immediately go, it's Sabine Wren. They just revealed Sabine Wren. I can't believe it. I am so pissed. I was so pissed, right? So I go to the Twitter. I hadn't seen the episode. I still hadn't seen the episode. I was just raging on them. That moment, like, it's obviously Sabine Wren. They just ruined it. Like, this major reveal. It's like when I went after uh, whoever it was for revealing the or, you know? Sure. Last year for Book of Boba Fett. It's like, you're an asshole. Like, you, you're a total asshole. I don't know how else to say it. And I went after Microsoft, and they deserve that. They deserve nothing but, you know, kicked cats, like, for the rest of their lives.
0: I agree. Sandpaper in their toilet
1: paper, you know, uh, doors that don't close right, uh, Stub toes <laughs> eternally. Like, we were just talking about hell. It. it you know, I, I want to know what, like, what's the best torture that we could do like that that's that why don't you chime in for people that spoiled that there was going to be a rebel's character in this week's episode what should their punishment be let us hear your thoughts
0: mm, definitely you can meet you can hit out hit us at a uh, storm duper or T Bronter on twitter with the with that one well that's interesting because i I mean, I did a double take. As you know, I'm not really a big Star Wars animation person. I have seen Rebels, but I don't even think I've seen all of it. But I I saw him, and I had to remember, is he from Rebels or is he from Resistance? And I had to check. I I thought he was Rebels. But, yeah, the first thing that popped in my mind was that scene from Pulp Fiction on the motorcycle. It was like, Zeb's dead, baby, Zeb's dead. I was like, no, no, he isn't. He's in (laughs) fact. It's like, where did he come from, you know? So is he going to get his own show? I mean, yeah, anyway. All right, so... So when did, uh, the, you know, fast forward in this episode a little bit to the escape from Navarro after the attack. When did okay. Disney Lucasfilm run out of money for the Navarro escape scene? Because it looked like a high school musical. I mean, it's like, this is like the only city on the planet. It's gigantic. And literally, we've got like 22 seniors, you know, running uh, to the cliffs or the hot flats. <laughs> I mean, this is like the whole planet's population. <laughs>
1: And I, was, like I was thinking, too, it's, like, they always talk about everything in, like, in planetary scale, right? It's, like, dude, I live in a city that has more people than their whole planet. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah,
0: is there, well, like, I mean, one
1: city on this whole planet? I mean, they could have, like, like made
0: it, like, more interesting, at least, I mean, with they could have just duplicated clone tool adobe photoshop clone tool clone tool like or something i mean because it just it looked so meager i mean and and then to combine that with the terrible costumes and everything obviously just thrown together they they got the extras in they were they're like they just they were they're like go to goodwill here's five dollars you know find something weird you know and then they get back and it's just i don't know i I did not. It's, no, it's literally
1: people that got lost at, at Disneyland, you know, at California Adventure <laughs> Park. They were, like, walking around, and they're like, oh, I'm sitting here to just take pictures with Goofy. Yeah, hey, you know what? You want to be in a show? Just yeah. run that way and look behind you, like, you know, Lot's wife. Like, ah! <laughs> you have no idea what's coming behind you, but just run. Yeah, that would be I'm, cool, actually. To make
0: matters worse to you, I, I, I recently upgraded my television set, and now it's, like, 90,000 inches from instead of just 80,000 inches, and it, it just even looks worse. Worse on a big screen TV.
1: Wow! So you can see like people wearing like Seiko watches. Yeah, you can
0: see their pantyhose and even their you know, panty lines. So anyway, yeah, come on. Why are you looking at old ladies' panty lines, you freak? Always, always. (laughs) I have a little bingo card and it always has panty lines on it when I watch a Star Wars show, but. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought there were no panties in space. Well, that's that, the that point. The whole so thing. I'm checking to make sure because, you know, there was that, that one Mandalorian who only had half a mask that we saw on Twitter yes. this week, too, like where he, you know, it's like a hockey mask. His hair is flying out the back. So, um, Like I, I said,
1: this is sort of the way.
0: Sort of the way. <laughs> it's yeah. like kind of like, eh. It's kind <laughs> of the like. I'm kind of
1: in the Mandalorians. Eh. I mean, like that guy might be a spy. Just saying, guys, you know, if there's a spy in your ranks, just check, check the guy with, like, the, you know, the elastic strap on, his, on the back of his head. Mm. Or maybe he just has a giant-ass head that they, like, or maybe they ran out of Beskar, like people were saying on Twitter. I don't know.
0: Teeb, as faking Star Wars Radio's resident grammarian, I have to ask this question. Uh, who, what, when, um, where did Carson Teva learn English when he arrived at the Mandalorian covert's uh, lair in the cave? And can we please ban the phrase, time-pressing matter? like a timely matter or a pressing matter. But what in God's name is a time pressing matter?
1: <laughs> okay, that is where you literally take a um what do you call it? a, a watch, like an Apple Watch, like uh w- I don't know what they would have in the in the Star Wars world, but you take two Apple Watches and you put them together <laughs> and you squeeze them until you finally have an, a thought that makes sense. From these crazy scripts, I don't like, know. Time pressing. Matter. I can just
0: imagine being on set when, uh, when uh, what's his face said that line, when um, Tiva said that line, and everyone on set, you know, just kind of looked at the, each other, like, did he just say time pressing matter? That just doesn't feel quite right. <laughs> okay. Like, and then so the your director point. was like, Ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, it just yeah, <laughs> one take is enough. You know. That's what
1: I was gonna say. It's the one take director. It's <sighs> like, um, the the script actually says a timely manner. Not a time-pressing matter. Does it? matter? Sure. Hey, yeah, I have access yes. to the script. Let me look. Uh, there we yep, go. There it is. <laughs> I don't know. I just
0: thought that. I, it just felt weird with me. I'm know, just that. saying,
1: this director, let him get away with, like, it's like he, who, who is this director? I know. Like, w- this is, like, the first time he's ever directed Star Wars. I saw something about him on the uh, on the interwebs, hmm. and, uh, yeah. I'm not impressed well the script uh, the script doctor or the um
0: continuity script girl or script whatever, consultant is actually their they need the to, role. they need to take uh, English one oh one because that was a weird sentence. I've never heard anyone say a time pressing matter in my life uh let alone well you in get Star a discount
1: Wars. if you hire foreigners so there you they go. probably have a, <laughs> a foreign script consultant
0: yes all right so who what when where why didn't grief Karga... Just call the Mandalorian covert on their cell phone instead of uh, playing this game of whisper telephone with a rescue message going across the galaxy to nine different planets in office space. Couldn't he just call Mando and be like, hey, dude, you got me. Come on. You got me. Come on. Help us out.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. I don't. Uh, I, I, oh, I know why. Because their comms got cut.
0: Oh, they're. But then, how by did the he, pirates. How did he contact uh, Tiva then? If they didn't have. To he contact? put it on
1: a. He put it on a, in a in a suitcase. He put it like in a, in a suitcase.
0: He put it in a. And then he case.
1: delivered it to the Delphi base. Yeah, you didn't see they like they had a whole thing where they like put it in a suitcase and then they delivered it to him in a suitcase at Delphi base.
0: But who did that?
1: It was it was uh grief Karga's uh, protocol droid that's always correcting him on being the high magistrate. The he,
0: protocol droid flew a uh, spaceship to the rebel base.
1: Stole a freighter. What he did, if you'll let me finish, is that he <laughs> cloned Grief Targa and he miniaturized him and he put him in a freaking suitcase and then he shipped him over to Delphi. And then when he opened up the little suitcase, that was actually a clone of Grief Karga. And he was given the message, and then right after that, the little clone died because they only gave him enough clone juice to live long enough to give the message.
0: Well, Tib, if they could miniaturize them, why don't they just miniaturize the twenty-four people that live on Navarro and put them in a suitcase and then like send them off to you know some other luxury planet like Cantobite or something?
1: Because they probably watched that movie Downsizing and they realized how stupid of an idea that was.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I didn't, I didn't get that. I, I didn't see them actually send the message physically on like the little disc i thought they sent it through the interwebs
1: well watch it when 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 you see them get the message at delphi base it's this little suitcase and they open up the suitcase and then there's there's grief
0: so they're at the bar and the the little um bartender she goes hey dude there's a message for you and then he's like okay can i look at it on your viewer right the viewer
1: is the suitcase so that's, there, just, that's just what she calls her... It's like the viewer 2000, so right? This
0: is it's even, like, so I just assumed there was some way of sending a message and then they put it on the little disc when they receive it. So this is even worse than I thought. Like, not only are they, like, not sending the message to the right people who can actually help them, they're writing it, like, in paper and pencil and then, like, sending it physically across the galaxy like by that time the pirates are gonna be like you know they'll have their own amusement park on navarro like the timeline doesn't work for me like that's ridiculous
1: this is what i wrote i said i'll tell you what the police response time is four days you better (laughs) stay strapped or you're gonna get capped you know what i'm saying it's like don't trust the police the new republic ain't coming to save your ass you better keep your weapons. You better get like the second amendment up on Navarro real soon cuz you guys are getting ha- hammered by damn pirates all the time. Wow, wow.
0: Well, okay. Um how how many Here's your bonus question, T. How many more episodes of The Mandalorian are basically just going to be trailers for the Ahsoka show? Like we had the the T we had the, the Zeb little um cameo here which was a little bit cool. Um, we got Elia Kane. He is probably going to be in the Ahsoka movie I'm sure or whatever show. Oh by the way, okay, here's a question about about that um Alaya Kane and his role in this. Alaya Kane was thrown shade about the Rebel Planet or the um about Navarro not being part of the the uh, Republic now. And and I f- have a theory that Eliah Kane, that he and grief, uh, or that uh, he and um, Moff Gideon are actually quite close, and, because I think that, he, that I think that Eliah Kane, I think that he is working for Gideon, doing his kind of secret stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if actually we see our first like gay relationship full tilt in Star Wars. Like between Elia Kane and Moff Gideon. And I think that's quite woke. Like, I would be, I think it'd be fantastic if we got that. Like, what do you think about that? You know?
1: Yeah, if only Disney had more gay characters.
0: Well, I mean, how many, we haven't had a lot of male gay characters at all. I mean, in these movies, in Marvel movies or in that. I think it's time I would like our first, you know, male uh, homosexual relationship between Elia Kane and uh, Moff Gideon.
1: Okay, oh. but who do you think's the top?
0: Oh, I don't know. I couldn't speculate on those details, Teeb. You know me. I, I'm a Puritan, so yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, uh, Teeb, it's time for some Jeopardy questions. We've got a bunch this week uh, just because I think you were a little bored, and so I, I found a lot for you. Um, so what's your answer to our first Jeopardy question?
1: Ryan Airy.
0: Okay, this comes to us from Link a Million, who asks... Who stole him off Gideon? <laughs> there
1: you go, right so. there. Actually, it was his dog, Doug. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so By the clearly, way, do you stay right, up right. all night thinking of this dumb dog's name, Doug? <laughs> I don't know. I had a you in there. Uh, it's dog, and I love you, dog. So you're gonna be Doug. Amazing.
0: All right. Well, I like that. Um, do you think that? Do you think that? Uh, I mean, Ryan Airy is. Does he? Is he gonna be in Star Wars? Like.
1: Well, he's paid by Disney, so there I mean, why not? Right. He's a shill for them. He, you know, he's he's always pushing all their content and you know telling telling people what's what and make sure you tune in and look at my cute little dog. Yeah. And I'm Ryan Airy, and I steal bits from better podcasts.
0: Okay. Um, so here's another question from Nick the Grave Walker at Aura Forever One One Seven, who asks a similar question. Oh,
1: shouldn't you let me? Give you the answer first? Yes. Because you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm always getting ahead of yourself. Yeah. Okay, the answer is they obviously have. um,
0: <laughs> <They> obviously have <laughs>
1: no words.
0: <laughs> okay, I got
1: it. Bullock Canyon.
0: Okay. Uh, the question is could the uh, Mandalorian that broke Gideon out have been a former Imperial Super Commando?
1: Okay, yeah. And then Bullock Canyon is where he did all of his training.
0: Clearly it did. Yeah, clearly. What is? I mean, no, they they could totally.
1: What's that? What is an Imperial Super Commando? Okay, an Imperial Super Commando is a commando who wears a cape. I thought it was those guys, like,
0: at the end of uh, Season 2 of The Mandalorian that Luke Skywalker turned into, like, chump change that he just, you know, twisted into aluminum recycling.
1: The, like the 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 Maximilian-looking droid?
0: Yeah, kind of like those Death Trooper-looking robot Darth Vader-inspired kind of useless things that um, Luke made quick work of.
1: Well, no, let's talk about this. Is Moff Gideon—why th- does he have a cape? Is it because he's a Moff?
0: I think he's a Darth. I think he might be a Darth. Or he's trying oh, I thought to be Darth a Darth. Was, I
1: thought Darth, Darth was a proper name.
0: Well, think of this. Sidious is getting cloned. Sidious needs a new apprentice— and that new apprentice could be Darth Gideon. And then Gideon gets killed at some point during this episode, so that's why Emperor Palpatine launches his plan for the First Order and tries to marry his granddaughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that just got really dark.
0: Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so maybe he is a Darth. I mean, it could be Darth Gideon has a nice ring to it, I think.
1: I don't like Gideon. I think he's overrated. He had his arc. I'm done with him. Move All right. on. Time for another question
0: then too. What's your answer, Teab?
1: Oh, geez. Uh, the New Republic is useless.
0: All right. Our question is from Pasión por el Ballón at P4 Ball. Pasión por el Balón means passion for basketball uh, or for the ball. Ball passion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, hey, Manscape dropped us as I know, sponsors. Screw
0: Manscaped. <laughs> bastards. Um, <laughs> that
1: would have been a great segue, is, though.
0: <laughs> the question is: Will Zeb have a larger role in The Mandalorian?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I just said, the New Republic is useless. He's gonna go off with uh, Tiva. You know, they're gonna go make some sandals, uh, and they're gonna essentially take those sandals and they're going to create like a pyramid scheme where they're going to, you know, sell all the sandals in the area and you got to like buy you don't really buy sandals you buy the rights to make sandals and then you have to sell the rights to your friends but they're going to use this pyramid scheme to develop essentially a kind of splinter organization f- that's going to be Blue Squadron 2 okay hmm. and they're going to be autonomous from the new republic they're going to essentially have their own squadron they're not going to answer to anybody got and they're going to do whatever the hell they want and they're, whenever they run out of, you know, material and stuff and things like that, they're going to go and attack any Imperial remnants and take it from them. Essentially being like good guy pirates, like you would call them privateers or buccaneers. So they're going to go from being like working for the New Republic. They're going to get this, uh, you know, uh, disgruntled and jaded and, and realize that the New Republic is garbage. And they're going to form their own, like I said, they're going to sell sandals and pyramid scheme. And they're going to have their own uh, a brand new blue squadron blue squadron too
0: very cool well that that's a very well thought out question answer there t-bur like it nice job t thank
1: you yeah. i mean i love zeb by the way zeb is one of my favorite characters from rebels he's a purple I was, monkey. what's that
0: he's just like a purple monkey right like
1: purple monkey
0: is that uh, kind of what he is he's like
1: of... more like a off blue i, I don't know if i call him purple hmm he's like blue okay not a smurf though he's not like annoying blue like avatar and smurfs and stuff he's like a like a like a nice powder blue like i think the argentinans have a word for it it's not blue it's like or something like that i see
0: he's like he's like a purple zebra headed with like an owl for a head kind of
1: and a goatee
0: he's half goat half owl half purple zebra (laughs) <laughs>
1: sure he's like fruit stripes right he's like the fruit stripes zeb
0: oh yeah fruit stripes gum that's what he chews exactly all right one more question Teeb. what's your answer this one by the way comes to us from mcu forever one
1: i'm gonna go ahead and say vein shot first
0: all right. This is quite a long question. My question is, what exactly is the Armorer's game plan here? Also, is it possible that not only will IG-88 finally get fixed, but also sworn in as a Mandalorian? After all, is it, it isn't a race. It's a creed. I
1: well, can't okay. remember your
0: answer, Teeb.
1: Yeah. Vane. essentially, he didn't die. I thought he died with the asteroids exploding um, oh, when no. they he were pursuing off. him by the... Uh, by the the, the Corsair, yeah, he's um, on
0: Curissant having pizza at Dex's diner now.
1: Well, no, he go he only goes to former he only goes to places that are now schools and demands food <laughs> and drink from those places. So and then when the yeah. waiter
0: brings him exactly what he wanted, he kicks him in the ass and so they fall over and
1: spill everything. Exactly. No, yeah, Vane Vane definitely is going to be coming back. He is a very annoying, arrogant douchebag of a character. Hmm. And he will be the one that ends up having the memory chip of IG 11 implanted into
0: him. Oh, that sounds great.
1: And yeah, and that's. But he's going to corrupt it, essentially. And you're going to think that IG 11 is cool and good. And the way this season is going to end, you're going to see, like, essentially kind of like Lola did with the. You know, her droid eye went from, like, blue to red. It's going to be just like that. You're going to think IG 11 is reunited with his friends, but then at the very end of the episode, the very cliffhanger of the season, you're going to see just that tinge of red, Uh like Battlestar Galactica, which has Starbuck, who is played by Katie Sackhoff. There you go.
0: Reunited and it feels so good. All right, well, that's all for our Jeopardy questions team. Nice job. I give you a four out of four. Excellent. Um... So now it's time, Teeb, for our bad jokes written by the Fake 2.0 chat GPT. Uh gpt oh, GPTO, blah blah GPTO. blah. GPTO. Oh. Yeah, it's me, all uh, one it's all open. one word. So the jokes this week, Teeb, are all about Star Wars pirates. I love it. And I asked the GPTO, Fake Fake-O-Meter to write these in the style of John Mulaney. Um And boy, the results are fairly interesting. Did you Um, make it
1: do cocaine before this?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yes, I did. (laughs) So yeah, I just don't know where to begin, T, because some of these are so bizarre, I don't think you're gonna know even when the joke is finished.
1: Well, that's the perfect John Mulaney joke. That's his whole style, isn't it? Terrible, bad, no timing, no consistency, all over the place, crazy. Yeah. For millennials.
0: So here's one. (laughs) One time... I saw a space pirate trying to steal a planet. I was like, good luck with that, buddy. It's not like you can just stick it in your space pocket and walk away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've always thought John Mullaney was terrible, but this actually, that's like, this is an improvement. Like, I could actually maybe, like, okay. If I could go, I would go see a John Mulaney show if I had like the GPTO like translator kind of in my head the whole time. So he'd tell like a terrible joke about like his pants. Oh, you know, I tried to have my pants uh, darned the other day and darn it, darn (laughs) it, darn it. It it just wasn't that great. Please laugh at my dumb joke. And then I would hear, you know, the GPTO actually translating it in Star Wars for me. And then I would laugh (laughs) because Star Wars always makes me laugh because it's hilarious. It's all Muppets.
0: Yep. Here's another one uh, from our GPTO, fake meter You know the difference between a regular pirate and a space pirate from Star Wars? The space pirate has a much bigger ship. And also, you know,
1: they're in space. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's like the most... That sounds like some joke my four-year-old would have... Like, when he was four, he would have, like, written that. It's like an <laughs> anti-joke. Joke.
0: Yeah, like... What's worse than blah, blah, blah? Cancer. Yeah. (laughs) What's worse than watching The Mandalorian? Cancer. Okay. I got one more for you. (laughs) If space pirates ever decide to retire, I know what they should do. They could open up a space restaurant and call it the Jolly Rogers Galley. Their specialty dish? Space booty, of course. (laughs) What does that even mean? Does, that, does that mean that mean? like the pirates are eating ass eating in ass? a belly? Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear. Well those are wow. fun. Those are fun.
0: I can't. Well now we know how
1: Gordian Shard got his face all yanked up. He's eating too much butt. <laughs> Snuff his <Snuffleupagus> lips, yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway.
0: All right. Well to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone off the rails oh, tonight. All right. Um, so uh, what's your prediction for the next episode of Star Wars' The Mandalorians' Disney's John Favreau's Fat Marvel's The Mandalorian? You're going
1: to find out that Moff Gideon clones Sabine Wren, and that <laughs> is who is actually coming to, to save him from nice. the New Republic. So Sabine Wren isn't, isn't a villain, but hmm. they cloned her, and mm-hmm. her name is going to be... A uh, bean zen.
0: Okay, I can't wait to see her. Um, I am predicting that the next episode is going to be all about Boca Raton. Katie Sackoff's Heine. She, we are going to see many more pictures, uh, video. Or sorry, we're going to see, we're going to see many more shots of her prancing around. Uh, you know, from the back with her booty. Um, very gratuitously, like we did in this episode at several moments. Uh, can't say I was complaining about that, dude. Um, you know
1: John Favreau's a hidden Chad. You know that, right? Totally, dude. Yeah, he digs. He digs fifty-year-old <laughs> two years for sure. Um, and I dude, mean, he's fifty-two. It's like it's yeah. not like it's not like it's like an older woman. It's the same age woman. Look, Gen X for life, bro. Gen X for life. I think she looks awesome.
0: Like every time she oh, takes yeah. off her helmet, I have to change my underwear. Um, but I think she's gonna go off on her own with uh the Mandalorian uh Din Djarin. they're going to they're going to take little baby grogu with them and they're going to be a family and they're going to get in their spaceship and they're going to go looking for the other uh you know um diaspora of the
1: mandalorians is this the
0: season finale no we got 3 more we, we got six, six, seven, three eight. more right yeah. yeah so
1: that that sounds more like the season finale no no, no. there's going to be battles and everything coming up later but
0: no they're going to go and they're going to find some but then there's going mm-hmm. to be some implications with Moff Gideon. Finally, we're gonna see Moff Gideon. I don't think he's gonna take Grogu again, but he's gonna try or something like that. And spoiler
1: alert! Spoiler alert! Moff Gideon is gonna be scarred. Mm, absolutely. Because th- during the Lambda shuttle extraction, I think he got like his face all jacked up, and he's gonna have like half of a robot face.
0: Maybe that's him wearing the best car then. But yeah, that's my prediction. So, what was your rating on this episode out of, um, you know?
1: One billion? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, what about a billion? Uh, no, seriously, I thought this was a good episode. I really liked how they did everything except for the going to talk to Tim Meadows and, and he just really pooped the bed. Like that whole scene, it was really poorly acted. And so I can't give it what I wanted to give it, which would have been four out of five best car. I'm going to have to go ahead and give it three and a half out mm. of five. Okay. But I really liked Paus's, uh speech. I thought and I told you he's gonna be ride or die with that guy forever now because he saved his son like that's you know you, totes you know, malotes I thought that yeah. was great they, they've they
0: each kind of saved each other a little bit and now they're mm-hmm. they're Mando blood brothers
1: they're Mandibrillians Mandibrillians man, man, yeah. man. Mm. for life no I mean yeah I, I I really did like this episode I just thought that that and, and I know what they were trying to do they wanted to show like the bureaucracy and the the decline and the falling apart of the new republic and how they're not really I I think it's almost like a metaphor for for Germany after World War II you've got the the bureau I can't remember what they were called but there was like a a a bureau set up in Berlin and the Allies really not the not the allies but the, um, the Americans and the Brits really didn't have their their crap together because they weren't like ruling with an iron fist whereas the Soviets were like yeah we don't have any problems taking care of what we need to take care of over here. And you see that, you see them using kindness and their, their kindness is ineffective and you're seeing vacuums already building up. And Oh, what about Thrawn? When are we going to get to Thrawn?
0: I don't think we'll see that until Ahsoka that, that is going to be a reveal in Ahsoka. They got to build that, build that cake, you know, sky high before they, uh, before they throw that one at us.
1: Yeah, well, they mentioned him once at least. In that was a Mandalorian season and a half. Episode.
0: People would be very confused. You know, I can I can understand. I mean, some of the videos I watched about Star Wars lately have been saying, you know, like everyone gets to call their son and ask them to explain everything. Because I mean, let's be honest: if you didn't watch the Book of Boba Fett, you're still wondering why Grogu is with the Mandalorian. And and I understand that, but I just feel like. Yeah, I mean, my best car rating for this, I'm gonna give it like 22 out of 50, or 22 out of 40. um, One for every uh, villager that escaped Navarro in that High School Musical. Because there's just, there's too much stuff here that it's very jarring to see like this incredible space battle. And like, you know, the ships are going around and it looks great. And then suddenly you've got like, you know, 12 people in the desert and it looks like they just had coffee. um, And, or they're sitting around a campfire. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. What about the the sound production on that scene where they're giving the speeches? The speeches were great, but then you've got 25 Mandalorians that are just sitting on the rocks, clearly not saying anything, and then you just hear like, Mm, grumble, 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 mm, grumble, grumble. They clearly like put that in in post. the The actors aren't even looking at each other. Like, how do Mandalorians whisper <laughs> to each other? Because they are not even have a clue where the audio is even coming from. It's like you could you could say anything, and like nobody would even know who said it. You'd be like, uh huh. I heard that that Maga took his mask off yesterday, and everyone be like, <laughs> what? Who said that? You know, like they're basically in the dark. Like when it comes to whispering and the production that was brutal so there's just it's too incoherent like either decide to make something that's really cinematic or decide to make something that's like made for TV, like Friday matinee, garbage, Power Rangers. There were just too many Power Ranger moments in this for me to like give it my full support and ascend. You know, maybe that means yet again, Teeb, that Disney has been saving that budget for their massive, massive uh, moonshot episode at the end. So, I mean, if that's the case, it better it better deliver because so far I just haven't liked the middle abdomen of this episode of this uh season too much like it's just been okay it's been limping along and uh i just don't have high hopes for the next episode either
1: you wound me sir you wound me
0: yeah okay yeah i'm willing to wound
1: the fact that you would compare this masterpiece (laughs) to the power rangers (laughs)
0: power rangers (laughs) <laughs>
1: like go drink bleach or something what is wrong with you
0: you don't get that i mean i do like i mean when you got like, it's not power
1: rangers level it's they're okay walking through the streets it's, it's, team they're, and they're trying Muppet to in a
0: tree that goes I can okay that was funny that was great that worked but then they get to the cliff or the the little lava flat thing and and literally people are just standing around looking at their cell phones dude like, Dude, I keep
1: telling you, it's like gun smoke. It's like it's not Power Rangers level. It's gun smoke level. It's like they're trying to show that it's more to your point earlier, uh, from an earlier episode. It's 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 more at the granular level, right? It's like these are people, you know, a Rock Ridge that are like you know worried about the people coming into town and r- ripping everything to shreds. So you're not gonna see like big, vast amounts of, like, people fleeing for their lives on, you know, transport ships and things like that. It's like, oh, the first transport shuttle
0: is away!
1: You know, you're not going to see stuff like that.
0: But it just undermines (laughs) the whole, like, grandioseness of high—what's his name, uh, Grief Karga? High Counselor— High Magistrate. High Magistrate of eight people.
1: I mean, it's just (laughs) stupid. Like— I mean, well, what you're getting wrong is that it's not that he's the, the, you know, he's the high magistrate. He's the high magistrate, Ah, but he's like setting things up. (laughs) He's setting
0: things up at the very beginning, like with their with their blueprints, holograms. Like, oh, we we forgot the rail spur. Like, where the heck is, dude? Like, come on. If you are talking about rail spurs and transportations of goods and services, you got more than nine people you need to rescue from your fucking town. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just, I know. It was really I bad. Know. It it's just, to me, it was one of the worst moments we've ever had in a Disney Star Wars show. That you season. are spoiled,
1: sir. <laughs> if you think Ugh. the worst moment is that they only had 20 extras and they, it just didn't didn't work have, and they were grumbling, me. grumble, grumble. At least they literally didn't say grumble, you know, grumble, grumble. Grumble, like like the Simpsons would do. Right. Grumble, 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 annoyed, annoyed, annoyed. You know, like, like they actually had, they were making seemingly words I don't know and we didn't hear the Wilhelm scream so that's nice
0: oh yeah elephant juice elephant juice <laughs> <laughs> alright what so you, the hell is that oh um. you know it's like what you said when you are kids like if you just you know say that without actually saying olive it olive juice it, it looks like you're saying I love you like if you're yeah. reading lips, elephant juice.
1: Yeah, I've heard of olive juice never heard elephant juice mm. I don't know what maybe that's like a north thing mm, like down, down here not. in Dagaba, we, we don't we don't we don't play with that we play with olives we don't play I with see. elephants
0: hmm well, I, I mean, an elephant is just a, a stone's throw away genetically from a woolly mammoth. It's not a so. But
1: well, here you go. I just saw a woolly mammoth earlier, I told you. I so know. remember, I now run the podcast.
0: And mammoth and mythosaur start with the same best uh, same letters. so there you go. And they have
1: the big tusks, mm-hmm. and they got the big eyeball. Now, okay, if the mythosaur looks at you with its left eye... That means that you're not the chosen one. If it looks at you with its right eye, that means that you are. So the armor didn't actually confirm which eye the mythosaur looked at Book Raton with.
0: No. That's true. But I think it was a left eye, so Yeah.
1: It's too bad. Like TLC? Like mm. R.I.P. Don't go chasing don't go chasing mythosaurs. God, <laughs> God, <laughs>
0: Oh, that has to be a, a song. That's or? the title. We got to talk to Camry and get that one right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. All right. Well, unfortunately, for real. everybody, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed the ah. episode. We'll be back, of course, next week. Um, Teab, tell the listeners where they can find us and all that good shiznit.
1: You can follow Faking Star Wars on this device, this app, this thing that Elon Musk owns called Twitter. And you can also follow us on Instagram. Both places, but with the same name. Now, Instagram is owned by, I think, this guy named Bill, no, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. So, you have Mark Zuckerberg owns one, and then you have um, Elon Musk owns the other. But it doesn't matter, because all you need to remember is to follow us on Faking Star Wars. And we're also on Facebook, if anybody uses that, under Real Faking Star Wars. And if you want to submit a question for us on Twitter, use that hashtag FSW Radio. There's no spaces in there. Don't be like your, you know, 80-year-old grandma. There's it's just FSW radio. And we just might read it next week. We definitely will read it. No, we we definitely will. Sure. Oh, well, you know, you can also get official FSW T-shirts and other gear at bit.ly forward slash FSW merch. And if you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at storm (laughs) duper and you can also follow this other guy named T rontor that's t-e-e-b-r-o-n-t-r and this other guy named vegan the hut he's pretty funny he really likes socks so if you send him anything for christmas make sure you send him socks and you can follow fsw radio on twitter and instagram again as well at fsw radio and if you like what you hear and you want to support what we do you can visit wait for it it's this site like called Patreon. That's right. It's basically where we beg for money, and then you give us a little bit of money, and we give you like you know, we, we make you feel special for a little bit. And That's actually how we were able patron. to
0: upgrade uh, the Fake meter to Fake meter 2.0 GPTO uh,
1: to make these great jokes is from your donations. So, yeah. This is true. And you not only support us, Fakers, financially to keep making the content that you love and hate, but also you get a reward, and you can join us for as little as a buck a month. You could be just like uh, that guy, the guy that I'm trying to tell you about. Let me tell you about this guy. This guy, he's a Jedi Knight. Like, what do you do? What do what, what's your thing? What are you? you like, a, uh, I'm an analyst. No, this guy's a Jedi Knight, and his name is Texas Carlson.
0: Yes, it is. You know, Texas Carlson's a funny guy because I, I messaged him to, you know, give him a T-shirt. Email. To me. I don't think he knows. He's still paying us <laughs> money. He might be dead and it's like yes. he's, Probably he's dead. State. his credit card he's is a still state. getting paid. His estate is supporting us! He's a forced ghost! We're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a letter <laughs> from his estate suing us it's nine years later. His children won't be able to get to pay for their tuition. <laughs> oh dear. He's a good guy. Ah, if you oh haven't God. written this review yet, by the way, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Podchaser, or your podcast platform of choice. It helps us appear when people search for Star Wars on their apps. And if you write a funny review, I promise to read it on an upcoming episode if you let me know that you wrote it. And one more thing before we go. We recently merged Discord with Cam Ray of Cam Semi Productions. Please go to bit.ly slash Cam Ray Join in on all the madness and discussion. As always, stay tuned at FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all of our followers and Mandalorians across the
1: galaxy for listening. May the foe be with you. See you next time. I right, have one more thing to add. I'm coming for you, Ryanary, you joke stealer. He stole my joke. He stole my bit. Your whole bit about the Corrin all being bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. That and was then, mean of is- him. Yeah, and then his dog person. called him racist. Yeah, I mean, his dog called him racist. That was even my bit, too. It's like, oh, it's a little bit racist, isn't it, Disney? Very racist. I mean, I, I want to say it was almost word for word what I said. But uh, I mean. Well, he listens to the podcast. We know that. Well, we know that for sure now. Yep. All right. Bye, team. I love you. I love your big sweaty balls. There we go.
0: Thanks for listening. Please write a review for this show on iTunes or Podchaser and be sure to visit fakingstarwars.net slash podcasts for more shows on our network.